Good evening, everybody. My name is Ryan Hayes. I'm back with another episode of Cast the Champions. Today is Friday, February 5th. So, yeah, um, we're into February. Uh, a lot of crazy things going on. Did a podcast two weeks ago with uh, Sam Herring, so I want to make sure I kind of stay consistent with it, which has been hard here lately. Uh, so I got a, a, a great guest. Um Currently ranked uh, second in the country, uh, Drew Gorman. Uh, he'll be going to uh, Buford High School in Georgia. Uh, he's a member of uh, Team Team Minions and uh, Technique Wrestling Club. Um, so, yeah, I got him on here uh, just to talk to him a little bit. So, Drew, um, how are you doing, man? Uh, you, you're live. I'm doing great. Uh, excited to be on the podcast. Hey, that's great, and I'm excited to have you. So, uh, you've been busy here lately. Saw you at Tulsa. Um, saw you at Spooky Nook. Um, tell me a little bit about everything, man. How's it been going? Uh, well, it's been a hectic couple of weeks, but it's been fun. Love competing. Uh, did okay at Tulsa. Didn't quite get the results I wanted and went out at Spooky Nook and did a lot better and uh, had fun doing it. Got to hang out with some of my friends and stuff and it was a great couple of weeks to go compete and get a lot better. Um, tell me a little bit about your uh, your journey into the sport. It looks like you started about 10 years ago. About 2011 is what I see on track. Uh, and, and, I, and I bring this up because you kind of went through a grinder. Like you didn't place in a lot of tournaments. And uh, the Combat Christmas Classic, which is a tournament up here – not far from me. You didn't place in that. Now you're, you know, all the way up to second in the country. So just tell me a little bit about your start and how you got to where you are. Yeah, my, uh, I was just kind of like an average, uh, youth wrestler. I didn't, I had the drive, but I wasn't like motivated to go to practice a ton. And then I, one year I just decided to turn it on. I went to Morris Fitness and I won my first state title in Georgia. And then from that point on, I was I was like, wrestling's what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I then started working out a lot more, training a lot harder, and eventually got to the point where I am here today. It, it takes a lot to uh, – or a lot of dedication to do what you do. How do you motivate yourself to do that? You know, weekend, you know, weekend, weekend out, uh, all the practices. Um, how do you motivate yourself? Um, well, the practices, it's always, it's always a challenge sometimes to get there. But once you get in and you're working hard and having fun there, after the practice, I look back and think about how I did at practice and stuff. And that's one of the greatest feelings I've ever felt, just looking back at all the work that I put in and knowing, like, how good it is to do that. It's an amazing feeling. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, with this whole uh, kind of hectic last uh, 10 or 12 months, um, how hard has it been on you having to uh, face uh, the COVID restrictions as it pertains to you and wrestling? Uh, it's definitely been difficult. Tournaments getting canceled and not being able to compete as much, but just being optimistic. I'm luckily um, fortunate to have gotten a lot of tournaments compared to most, so I'm very thankful for that. But some kids aren't as fortunate as me and haven't been able to do that.
but luckily I've been able to compete and just making the best out of the situations what I've had to come to. So, again, being ranked second in the country, I mean, you, you, that what people have to understand when you really look at it, that encompasses like 50 states in, in, in the United States out of all the youth wrestlers in that around that 100 to 105 pound weight class, you've been ranked second by uh, the media outlets on rock uh, Rockfin. Uh, as you go into tournaments, do you, do you feel any added pressure? Number one, I know you want to be to the, at the uh, number one status, but do you feel a lot of pressure when you wrestle to try to uh, keep that rank in or just everybody shooting to, to, to come? Uh, dethroned you from your ranking? Like, how, what's your, what's it like going into matches, you know, knowing that? Uh, it's not really nerve wracking at all because I don't really, I don't look at the rankings a ton and I honestly just try to go, try to find the best competition out there. That's why I went and I also have run a couple of open high school tournaments just trying to chase the best competition out there because that'll ultimately get me better not really my ranking. So that's why I keep training and keep doing all these tournaments, trying to find the best competition out there to challenge me the most that I can get challenged. Here, Just, just your opinion. Do you feel like rankings uh, hurt or, or, uh, or help kids? I mean, I, I'll look at it in a sense of it's now everybody's, first of all, everybody's wanting to, if you're a strong mental wrestler, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't bug you. But like a lot of sometimes wrestlers that aren't as mentally strong, they they see a number on at you know at the beginning of somebody's name and they feel automatically you know defeated or or I, I don't know. Just sometimes I feel like it rankings may may hurt more than it than it than it helps. What's your what's your opinion on that? Well, I think rankings are good, and a lot of kids it'll help them drive to accomplish bigger things, but. Most, I mean, most kids, the top kids, a lot of kids that, like, I talk to, like, even high schoolers that are ranked, like, top in the country, they really just want to go out there and try to get the best out of their matches and everything, and they're not worried about that while they're doing their matches. They're just going out there, having a good time, and the result's the result. Now, being ranked second, as, you know, when I mean at junior high, which means kind of like middle school, how do you fare against uh, top-level um, varsity competition? Uh, well, I, I've i been doing okay in the high school tournaments. I uh, In December, I won the Armageddon Tyrant Tournament in uh, Georgia that was supposed to be in, I think, Pennsylvania. So I did okay there. Earlier in the year, I wasn't doing as hot. I mean, I like uh, COVID and that uh, hadn't wrestled a match in, I think, eight months since my state tournament in March. But I was lucky to start getting tournaments on the table and start getting to compete these past couple of months. Yeah, uh, for sure. So, again, I saw you at Tulsa. Um, you, you, you placed fourth. Tell me a little bit about that tournament where you felt like you, you, you kind of went wrong. Uh, well, it was a great tournament. I had a lot of fun. I, my training, I had trained really hard up to it. I think everything was great. Honestly, not a ton of like 
things I'm disappointed about, just tiny technical things in my matches as well. Um, maybe a couple mental not focusing in a couple of my matches where I needed to and stuff. But honestly, that's where you grow and you find little chinks in the armor when you go to tournaments like that. So then you can fix it and try to not make that mistake again. So, so in Tulsa, you get into your uh, consolation uh, finals match for third place against uh, Jack's force of uh, uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Um, you, 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 you lose by decision. I think it was, well, like a point or something uh, uh, around in there. Then you fast track two weeks later. You have to meet this guy again. Um, what's in your head knowing that you have a chance to, uh, you know, avenge a loss? Yeah, I've been want- I had been wanting to get that match back. I mean, he's a very funky wrestler and stuff on the mat and stuff. I realized that at Tulsa. But it was – very fun to being able to wrestle him again at Spooky Nook. He's a good competitor, and it was a great match both times. So I had fun competing against him. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, out of uh, there's a lot of youth wrestlers in North Carolina, and I will I will tell you, Jacks. He, he's a knowing him personally. He's he's a really 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 respectful kid, but. He's he's wild too. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you really get to know him, he's, but he's a he's a great kid. Comes from a great family, and uh, you know it's it's good being able to wrestle top competition like that. Um, and what I saw, me being a, a southern person, when I when I drove up to PA to kind of cover the spooking up tournament, uh, uh, Jax Forrest and uh, Seamus Regan, they're two North two North Carolina South Carolina wrestlers. I, I gave a lift to the weigh-in up there, and the wrestling up there is on such a high level, man. Uh, tell tell me your thoughts. Of, yeah, tell me your thoughts about it. Yeah, it it's different up there. I mean, that's why uh, Minion itself, we try to make it a lot of Southern kids and get a lot of kids' experience up there because it's – honestly, it's a little different up there. You, it's a lot more fight, a lot of toughness up there. You have to – Hank, get in there and brawl with your opponent. It's teaches a lot of toughness to kids at a younger age, and I'm happy I got exposed to that earlier in my wrestling career. But I'm keep going up there because I know that helps get me better. Now, again, you've you've wrestled a lot of wrestling matches. You win some, you you lose some. With the matches that you have lost, what's been that one that you could just get back to just really bugs you and you really hadn't had a chance to wrestle this guy again to, to, to somewhat uh, get your face back. I mean, it just really, really just digs in you. Yeah, well, I mean, I've wrestled a lot of guys. I mean, a lot of my matches, I mean, I want want to get back and they're always really close. I mean, last year I wrestled the Leo DeLuca like five times. Uh, hadn't gotten a chance to beat him. I mean, he's a great competitor too. I've wrestled him a lot, and he's always a great competitor to wrestle. I mean, a lot of high schoolers this year, I mean, I've gotten beat by and stuff, and I always want to get those kind of matches back. But, you know, you just got to keep training, and they'll come someday. With wrestling a guy um, like DeLuca, you said you wrestled him five times. Uh, are you are you making – 
are you making improvements every match? You know, tell me how, how that works, how that's working for you. Uh, yeah. I mean, last year, I think it was that, um, journeyman, I got majored by him or something. That was my first tournament back or something like that. And it was a rough tournament. He put it on me and I ended up wrestling him at super 32 that year. And we went into overtime, but it was just matches like that is what fuels the fire for me. It makes me want to get back in the room and train harder and try to eventually knock off one of those kids someday. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, and you, and you work hard. So I know your, your time's eventually going to come. Um, how do you, what you being where you are in a sport, how do you try to bring up everybody else around you? So if you were to talk about Beaufort high school down there in Georgia, um, I don't know where they rank, you know, as far as in Georgia, but how do you try to build those guys up to where everybody can kind of get to the level that you are to overall make your high school team, make the high school team better? Uh, well, Buford has, uh, I don't think they're ranked right now, but they've been a really like a school that a lot of good Georgia kids have came out of. And a lot of kids, I try to, when I get in that room next year, just try to show them how, what hard work is and show them, like how to work hard and that they need to, to accomplish great things. They need to uh, do that kind of stuff, like going to another practice after the high school practice and getting that extra work in to become great. And I hope to preach that next year, but there, the school should be pretty good these next coming years. I think we could be ranked. So. Okay. So Drew, um, being that you, uh, are ranked and you know you're a good wrestler when you go into high school it's safe to say that you're going to have underclassmen uh looking looking up to you and uh, upperclassmen looking up to you for leadership uh tell me a little bit about um the pressure of having that and how you plan on dealing with it uh well leading by example and my hard work if i just work hard that'll help me uh take all the pressure off me and a lot of guys will spread uh will respect me and respect the hard work that i'm putting in and then they'll eventually start working hard just as hard as me and we'll start something big at buford so you mentioned earlier about when you practice with your high school you know turn around and and go to a, a club practice that's been um almost the expectations of a lot of wrestlers at your level. That's the expectation that they set for themselves. Is it easy though to, to, to do that? I mean, how, how do you balance it? I mean, you just got through with the grueling high school practice just to turn around and go to a club practice. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Well, it's just the drive that a lot of kids when a lot, it's, up to a lot of kids' decisions. I mean, after high school practice, you know you're going to be tired, but you know that you need to go get that extra work because you know the top kids in the country are doing it. So just having that in the back of your head, you know you got to put in that extra work to become great. Ultimately, what are your what are your goals? Like what 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 do you want to achieve? Uh, achieving this sport uh, five five to six years down the road. Well, I hope to become a 
NCAA national champion, get into a great college and carry on what I do at Buford into the next level. Now, coming up, what are some tournaments do you have coming up? Any, any, any freestyle, any, uh, any, any tough tournaments like that? Fargo, what's, what do you have coming up? Uh, well, we're planning our next tournament is, uh, Tulsa duels, I think it's called. I'm not sure. Big 12 duels. I think I'm going to end up doing that one. And then uh, over after that one, we're planning on training for Fargo and getting ready for that this year. That's going to be what we're going to start training for in a couple months after folk style. And then my last folk style tournament, I think, will be NHSCA uh, duels. I think uh, Minion's going to put together a pretty good team there. Yeah, and about freestyle, do you have any freestyle accolades? Uh, well, I the past couple of years, I've been on the Georgia uh, freestyle Greco duels at, in Indiana, the schoolboy duels. But last, this past year, I haven't gotten to do any freestyle because of COVID. I just... I just did folk style year round. So this year I'm looking forward to getting back into that and hopefully do some good things at Fargo. With freestyle wrestling, how do you feel like freestyle complements your, uh, your folk style? Well, it keeps me my first year doing freestyle. I'm very excited that I got to do it because I really didn't think it complimented it, but I got into it and I realized in some positions how much better like positioning you need to keep and how after that freestyle year, I went back into folk style and my positioning was so much better. I was in, I was always in like in good position. I didn't get caught on my back and stuff like that. I was able to finish my shots a lot better and that re- freestyle really improved and I'm really happy that I got to do it that year and hopefully can keep doing it to improve my folk style. Now, being that you do so much and you practice so much, you do a lot of tournaments. um, What do you do to wind down and just have a, have a free day where you can just do what you want? Like what, what, what do you do like outside of wrestling? Well, I used to do, I used to go fishing, but that wasn't. That's not as fun as um, what I do now. And I now play disc golf. I I forgot how I got into it. I think it was this past summer when I didn't uh, when I wasn't wrestling as much. I just went out and got some discs and started playing disc golf. And it's become a pretty big hobby of mine. Like on days that I'm not wrestling, I just go play disc golf. Or. Like a lot of schools, um, they're doing what you call remote or virtual learning. Um, how has that been for you if you're if uh, if you've had to participate in that? Uh, it hasn't been too rough. Um, you just have to make your day uh, plan around it and make it to where it benefits you. And I've luckily gotten to like focus more on wrestling as well because I get to decide like if I want to work out in the morning or if I want to work out after I do my school and go to practice that night like I get to plan a lot more around my schedule it's not just I got to go to school 
and then I got to go to practice. I can't. It's it's a lot more open and free. Have you with with virtual learning and and this is this is where this has kind of helped wrestling. If some wrestlers have taken advantage of it, and me if it's in their means to do, but I don't know if you've done it. But a lot of wrestlers, um, for example, I'll throw out there the name uh, Noah Noninger, who's a pretty good wrestler. Um, he will go sometimes to stay for one or two weeks with uh, like Josh Kendig and get a lot of training going on there. And he's able to do his classes remotely. Have you done any of that? Maybe go far out to train and maybe stay for a week or two? Uh, well, I recently after Tulsa went and trained with the Stillwater high school team and I got to train with uh, John Smith's son, Sam Smith. And also got to wrestle around with Ladarian Lockett, who won Tulsa, I think at 125 or something like that. So I've been, I got to go train out there for a little bit, and just opportunities like that have been great this year. How was that experience? And the reason why I ask you that is because um, I got up to Tulsa about three days before the tournament. Um, I was, I, I brought a, uh, a kid up along with, uh, it was like Noah Nonager, uh, Robbie Corbin, Seamus Regan, Jax. Uh, and we got up there about three days early, and we got to go to Stillwater and work out at Cowboy Wrestling Club, see the Hall of Fame, Oklahoma State. Um, of course, being that the guy that was leading all that was a Division One finalist from Oklahoma State. So tell me a little bit about your experience. Did you get to do anything like that? Uh, yes, we went and – Got to see the Hall of Fame, and uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to go see the wrestling room. But all the we got to go tour around the campus and stuff, and it was a great experience because uh, in Georgia, you don't really have big universities like that that are based around like sports and just in just that wrestling town and that environment was just super cool to be around for a couple of days. And still, what did you think about Stillwater? Did you think you could go to school there? I mean, it's just nothing there. Like, I, I don't know if I could. I was telling Josh Kendig on the car on the way up there. I was like, man, y'all, y'all can keep that. Like, I, there's just nothing there. What, what, what did you think of Stillwater? Uh, it was a, a little bit out in the middle of nowhere, but I mean, I've always wanted to have like some land and stuff in Georgia. We don't really have a lot of. Like our house, we're we don't have a ton of land, so that would be cool. But I mean, it could get a little old, so I'm not sure. It'd take a little bit of thinking. All right. Um, what kind of wrestler uh, do you classify yourself as? Are you more of a finesse type guy, a, a funky guy, a banger? Uh, what do you what do you classify yourself as in, in that regard? Well, I uh, I. The past couple of years, I've been super technical. My technique, I feel like, has been uh, top in the country. Um, but I've recently been trying to work on my hand fighting because I've been watching the best in the country at the college level, and I'm seeing a lot of the hand fighting stuff I'm going to have to carry over and work on. And that's what I'm just trying to get a head start. And the hand fighting part of wrestling is really what I feel like gets you to that next level and what makes you great yeah you know good a a wrestler with good hand fighting will almost break you know break their opponent because sometimes opponents can't 
measure up to that level of hand fighting and it just caused them to just break out there. Um, I've, I've seen it happen before. Um, if you're in, you're in a match, like what's the, what's one of your favorite moves that you just like to go to that's money every time you try to hit it? Well, my lefty high C is pretty money. I like getting that a lot. And also my sweeps pretty money, but honestly just, tying all that together is really what makes it deadly because I love being offensive and honestly just going nonstop at the guy is really what just breaks them and sets up my shots and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, for sure. What, what do you feel like you could probably work on? I mean, being second in a country, you still have flaws in your game. What do you feel like you could work on? Well, I feel like my, my hand fighting is still a little weak. I need to keep brawling and working on that. And every night just getting in the room and trying to have someone do that to me, just going nonstop hard hand fights and stuff like that, that really improves the game. And I mean, I feel like just realizing those kind of weaknesses is really what will help me out. And just watching my matches and seeing that kind of stuff is really what will help get me and keep, me improving for sure being where you're at you wouldn't be where you're at unless you got a good uh uh good practice partners um they're just gonna that helps push you to that next level uh tell me a little bit about your your some of your practice partners in the room overall that's kind of gotten you to where you're at yeah my i got a couple of practice partners that really push me over at technique wrestling they they're super technical and there's also high schoolers that I also wrestle with there that also aren't quite as technical, but they will hand fight you and smack you in the face, which will also toughen you up and work on your hand fighting. So both of those aspects really help my game out and just kind of balancing that out is what helps me. Yeah. Um, how do you know when you're, you're getting burnt out? I mean, when you know, when, how do you know when you need to just kind of, take a break and just not look or see anything wrestling for a couple of days? Uh, well, I haven't experienced that too much, but I guess it's when uh, I usually just start getting a little banged up. I mean, just take a little break, get my joints nice and fresh again and get back to work. So usually what it is, I mean, I love, I mean, even on the days I'm not wrestling, I'm, I've got the flow wrestling 24-7 on. I'm watching wrestling nonstop, just constantly getting, like, getting uh, used to it and watching it and being around it is amazing to me. I just love it. I mean, my dad loves it, too. We just, we both thrive in it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, how do you, how do you take kind of uh you know, rehabbing, rehabbing your body when you do all that, do you do a lot of uh, things like Epsom salt bath, not to cut weight, which is what the majority of wrestlers do, but just for the, the uh, rehabilitation part of it, do you have to ice up a lot? To, uh, tell me a little bit about, you know, how you kind of get your body back to where it could put the same output the next day. Yeah. My, my dad's huge on the recovery aspect of things. I mean, I love uh, my dad. I'm not a big fan of it, but my dad loves stretching. He always makes me stretch every day, 
nonstop. And then also, like, after hard workouts, if I'm feeling a little banged up, I also uh, take a couple ice baths and stuff. But honestly, just keeping my joints nice and loose and stuff, not being tight is usually what keeps me from pulling stuff and staying fresh. Yeah, if you, if you ask me, and not not just wrestlers, but any 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 youth athlete, that might be their biggest problem is that the whole rehab recovery thing um, is what they don't take advantage of. And then they, they wonder why they go into a competition or a practice the next day and they're still kind of hurt a little bit. And, you, mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you're being smart about it. And where our other wrestlers is it's, I have to tell them like, you, it's kind of like a car, you know, you, you, you put, you, you gotta, you gotta put more fuel in it. You can't just give that output, give that output and spent for your body to, to uh, withstand that, you know, eventually it's going to either you make your body rest or it's going to make you rest. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> it might make, it might make you rest in a tough tournament and that's where you're going to get beat. So yeah, it's good that you at, at your age can, uh, understand that aspect uh when you're when you're getting ready to go into a uh not just in a match in general but just a tough match where um like for instance uh last week where you got to wrestle somebody that's beaten you before you get ready to wrestle for uh, a championship what's your mindset you know prior to walking out there on the mat well i usually try to not overthink it because that's when you go out there and wrestle all tense and that's when you don't wrestle at your full potential. So I usually just go and tell myself, just go and put as many points up on the board as you can. And usually when I tell myself that, I go out there and wrestle loose and wrestle nice and smooth, and that's when I wrestle my best. What do you do to get to, like, match mode? Do you listen to any music? Is there certain is there a certain ritual that you do before every match? What What's... What do you do for that? Uh, I don't really listen to any music. Uh, that I feel like that hypes me up too much, and that's when you crash in your matches and you kind of you go out there tense and stuff. I usually just kind of take uh, get a lot of oxygen in my lungs. I stretch a lot, get nice and loose. My dad sometimes stretches me out, but I usually just uh, get super calm and relaxed so I can go out there and be have a clear mind and be able to hit and hit whatever I want and not be all tense and not focused and ready to go. Talk to me about some of, uh, some of your coaches uh, that you've had in the past and, and even now, um, this impacted you. Uh, well, I really enjoy wrestling with, uh, my coach and him also coaching me, uh, Peter Yates. He's a big help right now. He's, a two-time all, uh, three-time all-American from Virginia Tech, super technical, um, uh, uh, focuses with me a ton. Really wants the best for me, and I'm really excited to have met him. And hope he keeps uh, getting me better and training me to where I can hopefully make it to college someday and do great things there. Yeah, um, and I do know of Peter Yates. That's a good one there. Um, what What about you, you know? You mentioned uh, you know your 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 dad helping you out a lot. Tell me a little bit about him because you know he's probably the guy that's you know getting in at all these tournaments and just kind of facilitating everything and probably putting 
uh, his self interest, you know, his self uh, um, interest is aside to help you. So, you know, tell me a little bit about, you know, your dad, his impact on you and how he is as a, as a coach dad. Yeah. He, he loves wrestling. He knows that I love it and wants the best for me. So he goes, he takes me all around the country, takes me to camps, takes me to tournaments and really knows that he want he wants the best for me. And he knows that's the way to get it done and really is a great help to me for wrestling. And he's going to keep doing that. And he knows that, that that'll get me better. And hopefully wants to see me wrestle at the next level. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, Drew. So tell me um, the first thing that you would eat. So you, you had a tough weight cut, right? You go into the tournament you still have to eat right and eat the right things during a tournament. Now, you've placed or whatever, and you walk off the mat after your last match. What's the first thing that you're going to eat that you know you can't eat during that whole training period? Well, I used to eat a lot of peanut butter and stuff like that, but uh, the past year or two, I haven't been able to do that because I'm allergic to peanuts now. So I usually uh eat a lot of like I love Italian so I usually go eat that usually right after after weigh-ins or sometime after uh the tournament that day or something I usually always go to an Italian restaurant and get myself uh some spaghetti and meatballs that always does it and I usually just stick to that but it used to be peanut butter but not anymore yeah, what about uh speaking of Italian, you live in Georgia, right? Yes, sir. Of course. So you need to go to Bambinelli's Italian restaurant. So again, I gave these guys another shout out. They uh the owners, they have a kid that does a lot of wrestling just like you. Um but uh anyways, like what about like dessert wise that uh that you would eat like after a tournament? Like that one sweet uh food that you would eat. Uh well I love ice cream. I'm not a huge cake guy, so I'd probably say some type of cookie or a ice cream place. That always usually does it. Yeah, I, I understand. Just a, a little bit just about, like, your yourself in general. I mean, I know how you told me how you got started in wrestling, but just tell, tell, me, tell me or tell the listeners a little bit about yourself that – that most people don't know that would probably be surprised about? Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm pretty smart, I guess you could say. I mean, a lot of wrestlers try to focus on wrestling, but, I mean, my mom, I've been talking about my dad, but my mom, she emphasizes being uh, focusing on your education, and she wants the best for me there, and she's really preaches that, and, I, she wants me to make all A's and do all that kind of stuff. So I really focus on that a lot and hope to hope that helps me get into a college someday, including wrestling. But I also, I also, I mean, I guess I'm somewhat athletic. Uh, I used to play baseball, so that was good. But I mean, wrestling so much different than that. It gets you so much, uh, at it, baseball gets you so out of shape compared to wrestling. It's just, 
that's why I stopped playing it. I mean, I like I like the wrestling mindset and how it keeps you in shape and keeps you mentally sharp and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's just why I love the sport. You know, I I, I like I like baseball. I like watching it. I'm a I'm an Atlanta Braves fan, but it's kind of like what you said. You spend fifty percent of the time sitting yes. down, um, which is which is crazy. I mean, but I mean it's a uh, it's a good sport. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's baseball. Um, so, like, just a just a couple crazy, you know, average or just crazy questions. You you have you watched a lot of wrestling movies, and if so, what's your favorite one? Uh, well, I rest. I watched <clears throat> a decent amount. Um, I've watched uh. Foxcatcher and all those kinds of ones. I've read a lot of wrestling books and stuff, but the probably the best one I've watched. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, one that's really just based around toughness that I really like is um, Unbroken. I love that one. That's a really good movie, but I'm not sure about wrestling though. Right. What what about in general? What's your favorite movie? Ooh, uh It might be Unbroken, honestly. I'm not sure. It's like a 3-hour movie, so I don't know. It's a good one though. Um what about a favorite TV series? Uh favorite TV series. Um probably Huh. I do like a lot of historical stuff like uh, the Curse of Oak Island and stuff like that, but all those on the History Channel and stuff, those are pretty good. But, I mean, I'm not sure that – I like a lot of those kind of uh, shows, but I don't, I'm not sure if I have a favorite one. Right. So I will tell you this. Mine is actually – Law and Order SVU. They're, that's the best Law and Order. And it's funny because I went back on Hulu and I started out at season one. And there's been 22 seasons spanning across from 1998 all the way wow. up to now. You know, because it, yeah, <laughs> like you weren't even born. I think I was a freshman. At, I was kind of like a freshman in high school or something like that. And I, it just, it took me a while, but I watched like a, I, I I binge watch as much as I could because I've just I've always just been a fan of uh, crime shows like Law and Order and stuff like that. So that's yeah. actually mine. Um, if I would have to say wrestling movie, it would come down to two. Uh, Vision Quest is always number one. That's now, you wouldn't a good even thought one. about yeah, when Vision my dad Quest came out. That one. That one's, I like that one. I gotta admit, with that one. Yeah, like you, you wouldn't even thought about when that when that movie came out. Uh, I feel like I was really, 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 really young. And then the other one was probably one you never heard about called Reversal, which came out back in 2003-ish. Um, that's, a, that's a good one. You don't really hear about that movie anymore, but if you could get your hands on a on a Reversal DVD, you really like, you really like that one. Um, but I think, I think sometimes with these wrestling movies, I like them. But they can be like cheesy all yeah. at the same time. Like it's, it it's like you. First of all, unless you, unless you've actually wrestled, you could be the best actor in the world, 
you but you can't act out wrestling unless you've done it um yeah. on just some sort of level i mean or you turn out be a headlock fest in a movie mm-hmm. or something because they think that that looks flashy i'm like no nah, that that there's no way that a match like that would play mm-hmm. out in real life like let's let's be honest um well i know you got to go uh you know you, you're your your time's valuable. Um, do you have any uh, parting words that you could uh, give to, you know, the the younger generation that's uh, that's coming after yeah, you? Yeah, well, I just tell them work hard. Uh, think of that end goal that you've always been wanting to accomplish. Keep that in your mind when times get tough, whether it's in a match or practice. Uh, think of that goal that you have. And you'll be able to push through, and that'll keep you mentally sharp. And also, the physically part will come along. And when you accomplish those kind of goals after doing all that hard work, that just the fun comes along, and that's what makes the sport great. Um, well, Drew, man, it's it's been real. Um, and oh yeah, so real quick before I do let you go, if people wanted to follow you um, and your success uh, throughout this whole wrestling venture, how do they follow you? What social media platforms are you on and what's the, uh, the handle? Uh, the well, name? I'm on Instagram. My dad made me a Facebook account, but I'm not really on that. Cause I feel like that's for older people, but I'm on Instagram. I haven't posted, but I will be posting probably my high school season and all that kind of stuff. And, try to keep people updated with what's going on in my life, but that's what I'll be on. And hopefully we'll stay on that and just keep everybody updated with how I'm doing. For sure. I will tell you this. Don't wait the high school to post on it. Start kind of building your brand now. And it really kind of, it really kind of gets you, uh, gets you out there, my man. But Hey, I do appreciate your time, Drew. Um, good luck, man. And anything that you have coming up, I mean, you, you work hard, uh, and, uh, I wish you nothing but the best, my man. Thank you. Everybody. That was Drew Gorman, uh, Buford high school. Well, he'll be going to Buford high school. Um, guys, it's one of these things where, you know, I don't really have a, I don't really go and have a list of people that I put on this podcast. Um, I might see a wrestler post something on Instagram and I might say, Oh, this guy might be good for a podcast. And I, I know I do a lot of wrestlers, but I also do other sports, but, um, you know, keep, keep following, uh, follow Drew. Um, he's on Instagram. Um, and you know, wish the kid lucky. He, he works hard. I mean, it's, it's just tough, man. It's, that grind, that, that, that grind of a wrestler and to do it at the level that he's doing it on and to uh, be where he is in a country is, it, it's, it's a testament to his hard work. I mean, you don't, you don't get a number beside your name for nothing. So um, yeah, good luck to this kid, you know, and, and everything uh, that he does in the future. And this has been another episode of cast of champions. And I uh, look forward to, uh, seeing you there or not seeing you there, but I'm looking forward to you guys being there, listening to my next show.